Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today is Torrens University SA under 18 coach Tony Bamford to talk about the Sandful under 18 state talent hub. Uh, bangers, uh, it never stops does it really, uh, we've just come off the AFL draft for 2021 and uh, all of a sudden we're into the talent hub which will be a camp in December 6 to December 10. Yeah, yeah, Zach, the wheel keeps turning and some, I guess it's just a part of the industry these days as one group exits, another group enters um, and to be honest with you, we started work on this new group pretty much the start of, uh, the middle part of this year. We started to um, have a close look of the next group of players coming through and um, started to take note of their performances and, and talk to their clubs around those players as well um, with a view with an eye on this program starting in December so um, yeah I'm excited I'm really keen to do some coaching again um, and get our hands on this next year's group and and give them an early look at what's required. Squad of 39 with 26 top ages and 13 bottom ages Um, just tell us about the program and and how it sort of I guess ends up feeding into the Torrens Uni SA under 18 team next year. Yeah, so this is essentially a byproduct of the AFL hub programs that the AFL set up three years ago, um, but um, they only lasted. That program only lasted two years due to funding changes. Um, so we saw it. Sticks and I decided that we would try and implement a similar program here at state level, um, obviously with a much smaller budget. Um, but I saw great benefit in getting the players in for two camps one camp pre-Christmas during the school holidays which is what we're going to do next week and then another camp um, the week before they go back to school next week in and around their Sandful Club training commitments that exist at the moment. Mm -hmm. The reason being is that the earlier we get a chance to form and build relationships from player to player and coach to player uh, the better in in my opinion and having that time together four days um, which is effectively what, what would they would experience in an AFL environment. Um, we try and shape our week around what it might look like at an AFL club with all aspects of performance and recovery and education. Um, and having those eight, those two camps, those two four-day camps gives us eight days to um, yeah, deliver some of the core curriculum components of the National Academy program. Mm. And talking about some of those uh, core components with the curriculum, uh, some interesting ones in there, obviously public speaking and psychology sort of spring off the page to me. Yeah, professional development's massive for the, for the guys at this age. Uh, our program's designed around developing players and also developing people. And uh, you talk to any teenager about public speaking, they get quivers and a bit, a bit apprehensive about um, the idea of getting up in front of their peers and talking about any subject matter for that in that in that case um, So yeah, the more chances and the more exposure we give these players to that kind of experience Hopefully the better prepared they'll be in camp two So we'll do a lot of that in camp one in camp two. We're gonna then introduce them to the AFL recruiters and introduce AFL recruiting meetings um, with the players so yeah, it all happens pretty quickly and, uh, and it's um, any experience we give the players where they have to sell themselves in an, in an environment where they might not feel entirely comfortable is, is a good experience for them to have at this age. The team building component, uh, what does that consist of? 
Um, just time spent spent together, really, and, mm. and outside of their club and school groups. So every chance we get during Camp One, we will mix up players from clubs, um, so they don't feel uh, at ease entirely with just their their close mates. We want them to broaden their horizons and get to learn um, and form friendships with people outside of their Sandful Club and their school. Mm. Um, and we put them through some fun activities. We play board games. We have a bit of a some brain teaser challenges. We have some quizzes. We're on day one. We're going to have a um, what we call a spaghetti tower challenge, where players will um, be given a certain amount of strands of spaghetti and some string and some sticky tape and whatnot. And and the challenge is to to build the highest tower or the tallest tower they can inside some some restrictions that we'll put in place. So that's always good to see some lateral thinkers and some guys who have natural leadership skills and some guys who might be a bit standoffish in that environment and that as coaches it's wonderful for us to see that early in the program and it mm. allows us to um, you know to find ways of improving their um, their weaknesses in certain areas. And I know another element of the camp that you like to include is uh, making sure they've got their best master chef skills up and ready to go. Uh, do they have a cooking challenge to go home with this time? And also I understand that they'll be uh, cooking the player barbecue with, for their parents on the Thursday night. Yeah, we like to get their hands dirty and um, it's, it's more about... I mean, there's obviously some life skills involved in preparing a meal, obviously, which is going to be important as they get older. But it's also a little bit of about gratitude and, and, and understanding all of, the, all of the work that their parents and caregivers have done for them over the course of the, you know, their football journey so far. I think it's important that as, at this age now, they start to reflect on what's been done for them and start to you know, pay back a little bit and earn their keep, so to speak, at home. And there's no reason why... Um, young athletes, be it male or female at this age, shouldn't you know be able to um, cook a decent meal and a healthy meal and and contribute a bit more in the kitchen. So yeah, we always have fun with the cooking challenge, and I've I have warned the parents to make sure that their house and contents insurance is up to date. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that it was uh, very funny of yourself. Um, what about my favourite component of the camp? I know you touched on the quizzes, but I love the Sandful History quiz. Is that uh, still there? And just elaborate as to why you like to include that, Bangers. Yeah, I'm still working on that. I've um, had some help from our assistant coaches getting some quiz questions sorted. I, I, I finished the... Um, my job is to develop a, a quiz for Nord and, and the Eagles, and I did my uh, Eagles one last night. I've got to do the Nord one over the weekend. I think it's really, really important that these players... Um, learn as much as they possibly can around the history of their club. Um, I'm a massive fan of the Sandful program and having been able to play in the Sandful for a number of years and, and now work full time for the competition, it's really important to me and also to Brenton Phillips that mm. these players grow up with an appreciation for what's gone before them and, and what their club history stands for. And So yeah, we, we put them in, that's the only time they'll work in their, in their club environment This with this camp. Um, will be when they'll sit down as a group and they'll have to answer as many questions as they can about the history of their Sandford Club and it's always interesting to see which clubs uh, I think last year our winner was Glenelg um, which you'd be happy about Zach they, they, they performed really well so it'll be see, interesting to see which club wins that competition this year Certainly will. I think uh, young Jared Parrish had a fair bit to do with that. He's a very <laughs> smart cat, that fella. So uh, uh, good stuff. Good to see the boys immersing themselves in that. Let's have a look at um, some of, I guess, the key prospects 
heading into uh, 2022 and obviously the AFL draft is a good solid 12 months out so plenty can happen between then and now but um, obviously Adam DeLoyers, um, Woodville West Times midfielder, captained the under 17 state side last year and uh, was a really strong performer throughout the year and um, obviously won the uh, Alan Stewart medal as well playing as a bottom major in the under 18 Torrens University Cup Grand Final. Yeah, Adam's had a really good uh, year, um, both at school football at St Michael's and at Eagles level, um, having also played reserves football for the Eagles as well, and then state level was just through the roof, playing named as our under-17 state captain, and then getting a chance to come and play under-19 level nationals with, with myself and the other players, and performed really well at that level too, so yeah, he's had a good year, um, he's going to have a an even busier year next year, I'd imagine, um, both at the Eagles and within the state program. He's got exceptional leadership skills, Adam, and is really uh, coachable, um, lots of upside in his game. Um, he's, a, he's a quietly spoken kid, but he's a ball-winning inside mid, works hard both ways. Athletically, um, we need to do some work with Adam, and Adam's um, aware of that now, and... and he needs to build a, a, an endurance base that's going to allow him to play that inside mid and get contest to contest as the game, as the game quickens up. So um, I'm sure he'll put himself to work and, 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 go to, and provide himself a, a chance to play at a senior level with the Eagles next year and hopefully play as well as he did this year in our 19 Nationals playing next year as an under-18. Harry Lemmy's an exciting tall prospect from West Adelaide. We've already seen him make his statewide Super League debut. Yeah, Harry burst onto the scene um, at Westies this year and I must admit when I heard that he was going to play league football at such a young age I did get a little bit nervous and wonder whether that was whether Harry was ready for that um, which you, you tend to do as, as a coach. And, <laughs> almost um, like a dad. Yeah, almost like a dad but uh, no, he, he performed really, really well and I know he's in great hands at West Adelaide with, with Gotchi and, and his coaches. Um, he'll, be, he'll learn a lot from Brad and, and, and the West Adelaide league players and I'd imagine he'll play a fair bit of league football again this year if he does the work and, and performs to the level that uh, we expect him to. And, and same, likewise, when he gets to nationals, he'll play as a key forward, um, provided he's in good form, and we're excited about what he brings. Max Michelani, uh, obviously uh, of famous stock. His uh, father, Jim, played in the Nord Premiership sides. Um, key defender type or medium defender? Um, Probably a medium size, but plays as a key. Mm. It would be great if, if he could grow another two inches and add five kilos to his frame, and, and that'll happen over time as he naturally matures. Really, really intelligent footballer, uh, Max, and reads the game early, knows when his opponent is irrelevant, so doesn't follow him and, and drops off and creates an outnumber at the right time as it in, the, in the back half or the back third. Great composure, not much fusses him. Um, very... Um, emotionally stable on the ground doesn't over celebrate and doesn't dwell when things aren't going well all the things you want from a key defender mm. so yeah excited by him he's also lucky enough to be involved in the Crows um, Next Generation Academy this year as a potential father-son um, next year mm. so he's going to learn a lot from those I think he's spending Mondays in at the Crows um, during pre-season so yeah, he'll get a chance to see what it looks like firsthand inside an AFL club which will be an awesome experience for him and the other Crows next generation prospect, uh, quite an exciting one from North Adelaide, Isaac Keeler. He's uh, incredibly athletic. We've seen him take a couple of uh, big marks in the under-18 competition already. 
yeah, unbelievable, naturally talented player um, is is Isaac, and he's also a part of that same academy um, through NGA with the Crows. So he'll be working with Max on Mondays in in, in there with them, and again, will be great for him to see how you know Tex Walker and the key forwards at the Crows go about their business. He's a key forward, Isaac, but he he's also a very very talented ruckman. Uh, I've said this to Isaac, and, and I'll say it again now, he, he plays with more intent and more effort when he plays as a ruck mm. than he does as a forward, so he needs to find a way to transition his intent to win the ball and work hard as a forward like he does as a ruckman, and that'll come with time. Mm. Um, he's going to be coached by, by Craig Brooks at North Adelaide this year, and he'll get a great uh, apprenticeship as to what it's going to take to play as a key forward at a higher level with Brooksy, so excited by what he brings couple of other prospects. I know someone who does play with intent in the rucks, Will Verrill of South Adelaide, certainly uh, not afraid to get his hands dirty and uh, Kobe Ryan and Nick Sadler a couple of uh, midfielders to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, well Will, to start with, he, he was the best performing ruckman in the Sandville under 18 competition last year as a bottom age player mm. um, Mark, Mark Clayton at South Adelaide has done a wonderful job um, upskilling Will and he's pointed difference Will to the other ruckman and this is this is why he stands out and had such a good year. Is he he hunts ground level ball as good as any midfielder, mm. um, and being almost 200 centimetres tall, that's unique. You don't see that mm. very often. So yeah, we're I'm absolutely stoked to have Will in our squad for that very reason. He plays as a ruck, but also as an extra midfielder. Um, so those guys are really really important in any team. Um, so we hope that Will keeps to continue in that role. I'd like to see Will. Um, slide forward and, and, and take some more marks in the front half of the game, in the front half of the ground, and, and hit the scoreboard a bit more. So that'll be his his growth area. And the other two lads you mentioned are both genuine inside outside midfielders who can play at the contest site and on the, also on the fringe and, and win their own ball when, when it's their time and generally use it really well for their team. A couple of other father-sons as well filtering through. We're seeing a lot of father-daughters in the uh, mm. under-18 uh, female academy, which was great to see. But uh, in terms of the boys' side of things, we've got Lucas Slade from Sturt, obviously the son of uh, Matthew Slade, uh, Central District Premiership great. And uh, then we've also got um, Matthias Filippo, who is the son of Sam Filippo. Yeah, it's always good to see those um, father-sons coming through the system and played a little bit of footy with um, Matthias's father Sam at Port Adelaide and I played a lot of footy against Luca's dad Matt, uh, he was at Centrals and both of those guys had awesome Sandful careers so hopefully their sons can follow in the footsteps of, of their dads, it's, it's a great part of our game, the father-son, mm. whether it's here at SNFL level or in the AFL system, uh, I, I like the concepts uh, a lot. Indeed, it's fantastic to see and we love seeing them filter through as we will continue to for the years to come. Bangers, thanks very much for your time on Sandful Radio to chat about the Sandful Under-18 Talent Hub. We look forward to that getting underway next week and pushing through into next year. No worries, Zach. Happy to chat.